horses and know that we need great resources to keep our industry moving forward and our horses happy. Our goal is to bring you the leaders that are looking to make a name for themselves and will be in the forefront of the industry. This week, we're sitting down with Mel Montagano from Prestige Performance Horses in Wellington, Florida. Mel has been in the FEI show ring for over half a decade. Now, under the coaching of Shelley Francis, Mel hopes to return to the U.S. Finals to defend her title with their Mara Diva. Mel has also distinguished herself with a pre-veterinary medicine degree from the University of Delaware. I'm your host, Becca Sharp, and we're going to discuss equine nutritional plans. Welcome, Mel. Hi, Becca. Thanks for having me. So uh, tell us about yourself and what made you start Prestige Performance Customized Nutritional Plan? Well, um, I've been a trainer, a dressage trainer, for about five years. And in the middle of that, I decided to take a little bit of a hiatus from my training program and utilize my uh, degree, which was in pre-vet, and animal biosciences, and I took about a year off from training clients and horses, and I started working for a couple of different feed companies um, as their sales rep, um, and what I really loved about that was doing, like, the on-farm consultations and helping people figure out which feed route was best for their horse, um, but the downside to that is when you work for one specific company, you are obviously obligated to recommend products in that line that you're selling. So I wanted to get back into helping people figure out nutritionally what's best for their horses, but not be tied to a certain brand. Okay, great. Uh, do, you, do you gear your plans mainly for competition horses? Um, and are those horses competing in certain disciplines, or is it um, just across the board? Uh, pretty much across the board. I mean, I do deal with a lot of competition horses just because of the area I'm located in in Wellington, Florida. But I'll help anybody who wants, you know, their horse's uh, nutrition looked at. Um, you know, I think a lot of um, issues actually can come from when horses are on pasture and can actually look a bit fat. But... Um, it turns out they're not actually getting what they need nutritionally because um, pasture can only go so far. So pretty much um, anybody that has an interest in figuring out what's best for their horse nutritionally. Okay. And do you typically, um, you know, involve the local vets when you're um, going through the process and, and finding out, um, like, do you, do you test the grass that you're, um, like you said, if it's just making them fat, or how do you approach um, looking well, at the Well, um, typically, okay, yeah. So typically I only involve a vet if I need a blood work done. Um, my hay and pasture analysis is done through a third-party uh, lab. Um, so I just take samples and um, send it right off to the lab where there's no vet involved. So, uh, yeah, typically I don't need to involve a vet unless, um, I feel like there's something like metabolic going on or cushionoid or EPSM. Um, but if we're, if, if we're, if we can rule out those types of problems as a root cause of nutritional imbalance, then I don't really need a vet involved. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit about the research and development involved with developing the nutritional plan. 
Well, um, basically, there's three parts to my analysis. Um, one, I look at your pasture and hay supply, uh, and that varies de- definitely by your location. Um, down here in Florida, we it's not even worth really testing pasture because there's there's really no nutritional value in South Florida as far as grass goes. Um, and so here, really, I only test hay. Um, and then if I were doing a, a remote consultation and somebody is located in Virginia where the pasture has a lot of nutritional value, then I would incorporate not only hay analysis, but pasture analysis as well. But pasture analysis can vary quite a bit, um, just from even having, like, uh, hills and valleys in your pasture, you know, where water kind of gathers more in a valley and less on a hill, that can really um, throw off your your analysis. So, I mean, really, we're looking for hay analysis. Um, and when I do a hay analysis, it's based on a scale of one to four, one being the lowest quality, four being the highest quality. And so, um, from there, we need to decide if you're at a low quality hay and your that's only what's available in your area or budget restrictions, stuff like that, then I say, okay, we need to think about your feeding plan as far as grain goes to make up for the lack of nutrition in the hay. On the flip side of that, if we're talking about a hay that has a really high score, like a four, then we can feed less grain because they're getting a lot of their nutritional value out of the hay. So that's the first part. And then the second part would be the grain. Um, Typically, I like dealing with companies, feed companies that are medication-free, meaning that there are no other... Um, no other livestock feeds made in that mill. So what can happen is because when companies are, are producing um, cow feed in the same mill and in the same mixers and ingredient bins and stuff like that in the mill, then we can always have cross-contamination of um, different uh, hormones and um, things that they add into cattle feed that are not good for horses because things like ionophores, even in trace, trace amounts, will kill a horse. So I'm very careful about what what kinds of feed I recommend, but that also is dependent on your geography because not all of those smaller feed companies that are medication-free are available in every state and every county. So that's the first thing I look at is availability in your area, and then um, nutritional needs. So if it's a competition horse, does he have too much energy, not enough energy, or just the right amount of energy? Um, Because that can really uh, affect what I recommend as well. Uh, Are we looking to add weight, gain weight? I'm sorry, add weight, uh, take away weight, or keep the weight the same? Um, And then... From there, I have to think about the the, vol, um, the volume and weight of the grain that we're giving because that will depend on if I add in a vitamin mineral protein complex to support the grain. So typically, if we're trying to 
have a horse lose weight, we would feed less of a typical grain and add in more of a protein, vitamin, mineral balancer to still get their nutritional value out of it, but not add the extra calories into the diet. Okay. And then, you actually just answered my, my next question, which was, um, you know, that must be what you mean by targeted nutritional plans. Yes, exactly. So I, I spend time evaluating that horse's specific needs, and then we make decisions based on that. Perfect. So tell me a little bit about your favorite success story uh, of horses, you know, during the process. Well, um, a lot of times I see um, people feeding the wrong grain based on the latest fad. So, you know, the thing with with feeding horses is there's always new products coming out, always new supplements. And in the last couple of years, we've had this kick on kind of natural, like a natural line in horse feed. And so anything horses is very, is very much fad related, whether it's tack and saddles and um, stuff like that. So, We've been feeding horses. Horses have been eating this type of diet for as long as we can remember, right? So we start we start changing things based on how we would feed ourselves and not how to feed an, uh, an equine. Um, things can get a little hairy. So I've had a lot of people switch from like a natural kind of diet that has a lot of starch content in it, and then they found that their horses are getting really hot. Um, because starch, when it's decomposed in the body, turns to sugar, right? It's like you eating a lot of bread. It's going to turn to sugar if it's not utilized. So um, I have a, I can't say I have one specific story because I, I deal with a lot of the same problems over and over again. Um, but definitely when we take, when we have a horse that is too high on energy, um, and it's coming out in their training and lack of focus and stuff like that, then, and we, you know, redo the diet a bit, it's amazing how much productive their training every day gets. And that's, that's what my, my nutritional plans really are about is, you know, everybody wants to see a difference in their competitive, competitive performance, sorry. But really, nutrition has to be dealt with on a day-to-day basis, and it's never going to be a quick fix. Yes, you might see results sooner than expected, but fixing the nutrition will allow you to train more productively every day and therefore increase your competitiveness at a show. Right. That makes sense. And I know you touched on this a bit, but... Uh, how would you compare a customized feed plan versus, you know, just going out and choosing a prepackaged bag of feed? Um, you know, is it are, – are you ever recommending, um, you know, say a, a farm create their own um, – I'm going to have to edit that out. Their own kind of mixture? No, I would not recommend that. There, because um, 
because when you start making seed rations yourself, you don't know uh, unless you got it tested. And I mean, there's a lot that goes into making a balanced seed. Um, you don't know if it's going to meet the requirements for your horse. So at least, so when you buy a bag of seed, depending on where it comes from and all that, it gives you a breakdown of crude protein, fat, fiber. That's really what we're looking at. Um, and also depending on which company, those values should be the same from bag to bag. When you start doing it yourself, you're introducing too many variables. And you have to remember that these grains are formulated by nutritionists. There, there goes, there's a lot that goes into testing each batch. Some companies do uh, testing by the lot. Other companies do testing by the bag. Um, so that you know you're getting the same seed every time. So typically I would not recommend somebody building their own seed. Right. Okay. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit here. Tell me about your business that you just started and, um, you know, your service area and, and what you offer. Sure. So, a Prestige Performance Horses start is my training business, and then the nutrition, and then I'm adding the nutrition aspect to that. Um, I offer on-site consultations or remote consultations. Um, obviously, the on-site ones are a little bit more accurate, uh, just because I can put my hands on the horse, um, take take weight measurements myself. But the remote, you know, the remote uh, aspect of that is really productive as well. I mean, I have um, I have the owner take certain angled pictures of the horse, so I can kind of see where fat deposits kind of lie. Um, I help them take a weight tape measurement. And um, I have them break down exactly what they're eating, and um, I'll send them a bag for hay sample analysis. So it's it's the same process whether you're doing an on-site consultation or a remote consultation. But just the difference is I'm able to put my hands on the horse for an on-site consultation, and um, the consultation. So once I get all the information that I need weight, what they're eating, pictures, and all that, then we can, I'll send the hay analysis away, and then we're going to have a hour and a half to two hour conversation about what your hay analysis says and how we proceed from there to optimize your horse, horse's nutrition. Um, and then about six weeks later, because it takes about six to nine weeks to really see a difference in a change in nutrition we'll have a 30-minute follow-up conversation from there. Um, a lot of times you will see a difference in the first two weeks, but to give a nutrition plan a fair shot, you should really wait six weeks. Right, right. That makes sense. And uh, if someone wants to start the process, what's involved in getting a consultation? Just a call, just a phone call. That's all, or an email. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that easy. Okay, and what can someone expect in the area of uh, cost for the consultation as well as, um, you know, the, the feed plan? Sure. Um, well, it's, it's, all, it's all kind of inclusive. So you get the hay analysis, the feed plan, the phone consultation, and the follow-up all for, uh, it's 195 for one horse. It's 165 per horse if you have two or more. 
Okay. And I'm um, I'm going to assume here that you're the best person to contact, um, you know, for people looking to start the process. Yes. Yep. It's me. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, and what are your ultimate goals moving forward uh, now that your business is up and running? Just to um, get really known in the in the competitive business of um, com- competition horses, really, to be someone that people can trust to help them with their fee plans and remain unbiased towards uh, fee brands specifically, because that's that's ultimately the one problem with working with a feed rep. They are obligated to recommend feed from the company that they work for, where I am not biased. So I will help you figure out what's best for your horse in your area and at your budget. Perfect. Um, and do you have any more services uh, coming down the pipeline? Um, I offer training and sales at my farm in Loxahatchee, and I also do clinics anywhere in the world, really. Great. So um, will that all be posted on your website at prestigeperformancehorsesusa.com? All of it's on there, yep. Okay, excellent. And um, any final message to our listeners? Just to definitely give me a call if you're having doubts about your feeding program or you feel like something could be optimized in your program for success. I mean, that's really what we're all going for is to be successful and have our horses happy. More information about Mel Montagano and her Prestige Performance Horses can be found at PrestigePerformanceHorsesUSA.com or you can go to the Four Equestrians website to follow the link. Thank you everyone for tuning in or downloading this podcast. Don't forget to keep up to date with the latest news and content by following us on social media. Links are found on the website at fourequestrians.com. That is the number four, equestrians.com. Send any ideas, topics, or if you would like to be featured, send us a message. We always want to hear from you. This is Becca Sharp signing out, and until next time, kick on. Kick on.